Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. What up, Get Up Nation? This is Ben Biddick, your host of the Get Up Nation podcast and co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with Adam Greenberg. Welcome to episode five. Today, I have the honor and privilege of speaking with Ryan Moody. Ryan has lived in a state of near-constant pain since a life-altering bike accident at the age of eight. He spent most of his young adult life searching for methods to help him overcome his pain while relentlessly pursuing his dreams and goals. Medical personnel have said they don't understand how he is even moving, let alone doing all the incredible things he does. Ryan has overcome debilitating injuries, life-threatening infections, broken limbs, multiple concussions, double knee surgery, and even partial loss and impairment of voluntary movement. Doctors on three occasions have told him he would never walk, run, or engage in sports again. He holds nine box jump world records, is a subject matter expert on explosive training, is a graduate of Boise State University and the University of Utah, earned degrees in exercise sports nutrition, is a public speaker, a virtual coach, author of the book Rise Above, and multiple articles of nationally publicized magazines. He's also the creator of the Explosive Workout of the Day, also known as the XWAD.com, a program dedicated to furthering people's ability to build and produce incredibly explosive power and speed. Ryan, welcome to the show. Ben, thank you for having me, brother. Can you share with us some of what your world records are? Yeah, so I've, I've broken world records in the standing box jump. My, my personal best is 65 inches from a wow. uh, standing position. Uh, running box jump, I've, I've done an excess of over six feet at uh, 74 inches. Single leg uh, left and single leg right at uh, 50 and a half inches uh, off of each leg. Uh, most 50-inch box jumps in one minute at uh, 18 repetitions. Yeah, that's a, that's a few of them I can think of off the top of my head. I uh, to jump and land their own height. I did that when I was 25, and uh, currently the only documented human that can uh, jump and land over 105% of their own height. Amazing. Now, you had a life-altering injury at the age of eight. Will you tell us about that day and what you experienced? Yeah, so when I was when I was younger, um, I was in a bike accident, and... Uh, you know, like like most kids, I used to in the summer used to love to go out and just ride my bike really hard and really fast. And one of the things that I I enjoy doing was building up the speed on the bike and then slamming on the back brake. You know, and just trying to skid the tire as long as I could. And my goal when I was that age was uh, to to eventually just get the back tire to burst. You know, just being a destructive boy, I guess. And <laughs> I was. I remember this one summer in in '93. I was uh, living in Dallas, Texas, and uh, uh, peeling out my da- my driveway, uh, pedaling as hard and fast as I could. My my mom and uh, sister and grandmother were out in the front yard uh, working uh, the uh, like some gardening and stuff, and and I peel out going real fast, and I 
decide that I'm going to not let go of the handle when I skid until I hear that back tire pop. And uh, I was determined and built up my, my speed, started gripping hard on the handlebars, preparing myself for the stop, slammed on the back brake, started uh, to skid, and uh, then something really interesting happened. The brake line snapped, uh, got caught up in the gears, so the bike endowed. And I went face first into a sewer drain cover and shattered my teeth and permanently damaged my neck and back, um, leaving me in a constant state of pain daily uh, for the past 24, 25 years. And uh, my mom said that when she got to me, um, my face was unrecognizable um, due to the obvious impact, uh, you know, from hitting the ground. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty rough because it, it back then you know we weren't sure exactly what would help to make me better uh, medication didn't really seem to do much and eventually I would learn that you know chiropractic therapy massage therapy uh, you know strengthening the muscles around my back and neck would ultimately be what helped me to be in a state where the pain is tolerable daily on Instagram I was moved when you posted a photo of the street where you had your injury I'm at eight years old. You wrote on that post, I can't change the past, nor do I want to. It's been one of the many things in my life that has helped to shape me into being a better man. Do you have any insights or advice for people who may be experiencing raw pain right now and aren't quite to the point where they have that perspective yet to see the good in the adversity that they're facing? It's it's a tough scenario. Anytime anything dramatic or traumatic happens or depressing, you know, uh, in our lives, it's really easy to see the scenario in front of us rather than see that there might be more to this. There might be a bigger picture because what we're seeing is we're seeing the, you know, if you will, the victimization of our current circumstances. Like I'm the victim. This has happened to me or this has happened to my family or my friends or what have you. And it's easy to focus on on just that. You know, they, they call it like the, the rose-colored glasses. You're only seeing you know, what's right there. Um, but you take those glasses off, you might realize that, hey, look, something something awful, something terrible, traumatic or otherwise has happened to me. And you know what? It sucks. And I think that everyone can agree that it sucks. Um, and it's not ideal. But maybe there's something that I can learn from this. Maybe there's something that um, will help me later in life from having this experience. And uh, that, that's what I try to teach others or or share with others is we often see these situations and see them as a limitation. Like this happened and now I'm limited uh, because of this thing. Um, Rather than going, okay, you know what? This happened. This is an obstacle and this is an opportunity for me to grow, to rise above and to shine and and really, really see what I'm made of. You know, I, I, I feel bad I feel, you know, we'll say it like this, I feel worse for individuals who don't face or don't appear to face any bit of adversity in their life because I feel that they're missing out on opportunities to grow in a way that they didn't realize they were capable of. When adversity or or, or traumatic things happen to us in our lives or in the lives of, of those around us, it's really easy just to see that and to see that limitation. Um, but in reality, this is this is a a opportunity. This is an obstacle that we can use to negotiate to grow 
um, and to really push ourselves and see what we're really capable of. And oftentimes I feel I, I feel worse for those who aren't um, experiencing any form of adversity in their life because I feel that they are missing out on, on a grand opportunity to be tested and to really see what they're made of. And I'm not saying that you have to have traumatic forms of adversity in your life to be able to grow, but rather, though, I feel like if you're really wanting to grow, you're going to be pushing, putting yourself out there and stepping outside of your bubble. If you don't mind, could you just delve into what is it about explosiveness that engages you? Absolutely. I, I've always been attracted to the thought of being explosive, being able to jump high, run fast, lift heavy. Growing up, you know, I, I would... I wanted to play basketball, you know, through, through most of my, my career. And so I was always looking to these athletes like Michael Jordan, Dr. Uh, Dr. J, Vince Carter, these guys who were explosive, they were fast, they had finesse at the same time, they were just powerful individuals. And I was always so impressed with that. And so from a very young age, you know, working, training with my dad, uh, working with uh, different uh, fitness coaches and otherwise through most of my basketball career up, in, up into high school, I was always focused on, I want to be faster. I want to be able to jump higher. And so I was always really attracted to individuals or athletes that were just super explosive. And that piqued my interest so much at a, at a young age that I, I wanted to understand it more. And um, the, the more I wanted to understand it, obviously, the more I, I would delve into it and try to research it more and try to test things on myself. And does this make me jump higher? Does this make me run faster? and take a lot of the concepts that, you know, that I've learned over time and see what is going to yield the best results for me. And there was, you know, you know a melting pot of, of different things led me to what I consider to be the X-Wad today or the explosive workout of the day, which is a, a pairing of, of a lift or weighted movement and an explosive movement, be it a jump, a sprint, a, a gymnastic uh, kipping movement or otherwise. And what happened in training this way, I learned really quickly what was going to yield the greatest results just based on my own performance. What was helping me jump higher? What was helping me run faster? What was helping me lift heavier? And what was allowing me to keep this edge on on the other athletes that I was I was training around or training with? And... As I started to realize how potent this was, I was going, you know what, I really have something here. And what better thing to do than to share that with others? Because keeping that to myself only benefits me. Um, and at the end of the day, ever since I was young, my whole purpose um, that I've believed has, has in this world has been to be able to impart knowledge or opportunity that help to make other individuals better in any way, shape, or form. And so I started slowly but surely bringing it out to the masses. And within a very, very short amount of time, just a couple of years, um, it became a methodology that's internationally recognized in over 30 countries on six continents. Um, so that was probably my driving force. Yeah. I love that selflessness. I love that multifaceted view of performance that you're going to drive yourself to your utmost and then share that process with others. What's one of your favorite accomplishments that you've achieved? That's, that's a tough one. I feel, I feel like at, at times um, that, can, that can change. Uh, but probably one of, 
uh, one of my favorite accomplishments um, was what I learned from my experience uh, living in Portugal when I, I was hurt and I was in that state of uh, paresis, you know, lying in a bed and just being so mentally defeated, feeling like this is my life now. You know, I'm not able to, to do things. I'm immobile for the most part and in pain on a level that I've not felt before uh, constantly. And then learning a lot about my mindset and how to change that mindset and eventually getting myself to where I got out of that bed and getting mobile again. Um, and what, what happened from that experience is I learned the power of the mind in a very unique and personal way that I said again, okay, what, you know, what, what can I do with this? And it took years to actually develop what turned into what I, I feel is one of my greatest accomplishments, um, personally is, is called the whiteboard mindset or the whiteboard technique. And uh, I, I created this technique that can be used um, in moments of fear, anxiety, uh, pressure, stress, or otherwise, to not only physically overcome whatever it is, but mentally overcome whatever it is that you're taking on, and to increase your rate of success with whatever that endeavor is. It could be something from, um, you know, like uh, Adam Greenberg always comes to mind for me, uh, his his one at bat, you know, with the Marlins, right? That mental pressure that he had when he when he went up for, back in the majors for that one at bat, that's a lot of stress. And being able to use a technique like this um, allows an individual to clear their mind and do what they were meant to do, which is just move. But it's also applied in things like uh, taking exams. So I I first actually utilized this to improve my GPA because I have high test anxiety and I'm a horrible test taker. Um, and it, it helped to improve my GPA by two letter grades uh, over the course of two years while at the University of Utah. Um, but the reason why I say it's one of my greatest accomplishments or the thing I'm, I'm most proud of is because I've taken that, taken something you know bad that had happened to me, found a means or a pathway to get myself out of that situation, but then, again, take it and mold it so that other people can use it. And watching people break these mental and even physical barriers using this process is seriously one of the coolest things. There's nothing more gratifying, no money, nothing like that is more gratifying than seeing someone push further than they thought they were capable of when they felt like this was it, this is my wall, but actually being able to break through that wall. So um, for me, that's, that's huge because I, I really thrive on the success of others. Um, I mean, my own success is motivating, but it's, it's more motivating to be able to um, multiply that outside of myself. And so seeing, you know, I work with CEOs and presidents in the world uh, within the Young Presidents Organization, the YPO, and having these men and women <laughs> utilizing this tactic on, on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis in the positions that they're in and talking about that this, this thing is amazing, it, it has helped me so much in creating this cell or growing my business or getting past mental barriers I had as, you know, as the CEO of this company 
And so for me, that's probably my, my greatest accomplishment. I know that's long-winded because there's a lot of descriptive, uh, descriptive parts to uh, what it actually is. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably it for me. Thank you for going deep into that because at the end of the day, I want listeners of this podcast to learn from your example so that they can achieve their highest potential. And that leads me to my next question, which is what is your direct message for the man, woman, or child that's listening to this alone in their hospital room at 3 a.m.? They can't sleep. They've got a thousand things sprinting through their mind. They're looking at their broken body. They're wondering what's going to happen when the sun comes up, when the doctors come on duty, when the test results come in. They're wondering about their future. How can they face this new normal? What is your message to them? It's a powerful question. For me, it, it can be a multifaceted question for sure. You know, one of the things that, that comes to mind right off the get-go is get up nation. My equivalent to, to get up is, is rise above. Um, and so one of the things that I, I offer to others who are in the situations as you, as you posed in the question, um, is no matter what happens to us, it's not the what happened, but it's the what we do after that matters the most and that we are not limited to any one bad circumstance, situation, thing, or otherwise, unless we choose to allow that to control us or allow that to victimize us or allow that to keep us down. So you're waking up in the morning in the hospital room. You have these new circumstances that you're dealing with. You're wondering, how do I go forward from here? What is my life going to be like now? My recommendation is to, you know, in a sense, forget yourself and go to work. So what I mean by that is rise above the situation at hand because the situation at hand is going to be as temporary as we allow it to be or it's going to be as permanent as we allow it to be. So going back to that bed I was in in Portugal – I had two options, just like we all have two options for every fight that we take on, for every at-bat, for every uh, obstacle that is placed in our pathway. We have two choices. We can either allow it to defeat us, to scare us away, to keep us down, or we can choose to stand up and fight and rise above it. Um, and so that's, that's my, my big thing here is when I was in Portugal, Lying in this bed, I created this defeatist mentality, this victimized mentality, and I started to turn my back on others. And I was out there for missionary work, so I was, I was starting to turn my back on God because I, the whole purpose I was there was was to be, you know, spreading the good word. And this happens, and now I can't. So what am, what is my purpose here, you know? And and uh, I started to get into a really dark, negative mindset. And so one morning I woke up. And I said, you know what, I can sit here and allow this to be my life, or I can choose to see what can I do. Yeah, this has happened, but what can I do? And in that moment, for me, what I could do was I could change my mental mindset. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to go from everything sucks, my life sucks, I'm the victim, which unfortunately in our society right now, across across the board, there's this victim 
mindset, this like, let's one up each other on how oppressed we are, how victimized we are, which is so, so unfortunate. So I hope, you know, to be a catalyst of, of changing that. And I feel like what you're doing with Get Up Nation is, is definitely a catalyst for that. Um, and so the, the big piece is, is going, okay, I'm going to change and I'm going to be positive. And that's where I started. I said, you know what? I'm just going to start creating positive thoughts in my mind. And I'm just going to get myself out of this dark, you know, mindset, this dark place. And then that, that started to mold and I started to see more open doors and I started going, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. So now that I'm in this positive mindset, I'm going, I'm going to get myself out of this bed eventually. I don't know how, but I'm going to start here. And I started thinking about, well, the power of the mind is obviously huge. I've heard about, you know, individuals that have been in accidents where they're trying to regain movement or otherwise, they're in their head visualizing their appendages moving and creating that movement. And I said, I'm going to start doing that. And on the first day, absolutely nothing changed. I was in the same position. In the first couple weeks, nothing changed. But towards the end of the time that I was there before I was uh, sent back to the U.S. for, for medical care, I started to get a lot more control of my appendages again. The level of pain I was in did not change. But this was progress. So where I went from this, my life is bleak, to, hey, I'm getting movement now. All of a sudden, my situation changed, oh, 180 degrees. Instead of heading backwards into a more stagnant, sedentary lifestyle, I said, I'm going to fight this. And that's, that's the one thing that I can offer others is the moment you feel like you are kicked down, you are knocked down, get up, get back up. There's a, there was a commercial a while back with uh, Dwayne Wade when he was part with uh, Converse, and it shows him getting knocked down in high school sport and uh, playing basketball in high school, uh, playing basketball in college and in the pros, and every time he gets knocked down, he stands back up, right? He gets back up. And uh, the, the end of it, it says fall seven, stand eight. And so no matter how many times you get knocked down, no matter how hard you're knocked down, find the way to get back up. And you know what? Especially through physical stuff, it's going to start with the mind. And so that's my, my big piece is when you wake up and you start to think negative, change it to a positive mindset and go, what's my next little step from here? And I'm going to attain that, and then I'm going to go, what is my next goal from there? So, again, um, all comes down to the mindset. I love it. Thank you, Ryan. I cannot wait to hear from our listeners how these words are finding them in their moments and interrupting pain processes and disrupting uh, negativity and intervening in those dark moments where we isolate, where we're intimidated, where fear has set in. I cannot wait to hear from our listeners as they take strength from what you've shared here today. We hear these types of messages when we need them the most. So thank you for being such a solid example and for being willing to meet with Get Up Nation to share your insights here. So any of you who are taking this and starting your journey to rise above, to get up, please share this on Ryan's social media, on Get Up Nation's social media. Let's create a movement. Let's be there for one another. Let's help each other. There is so much good to be done yet. There is so much good that's out there. Let's get a hold of it. Let's create it. Brian, I, I always end the show with six quick fire uh, questions. 
Um, are you ready? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Who are you thankful for today? My family. What are you thankful for today? Everything that I've been through, adversity, uh, wise in my life. How do you fuel the fire within you? Waking up every morning with my head popping off the bed, saying, what can I do to better the life of someone else? What was one thing adversity taught you to value? Each and every day that we have here on this earth. What are you doing today you never thought you could? Not only changing the lives of those around me for the better, but literally doing it on a global scale. Amazing. What will you do tomorrow that you never thought you could? I will find a way to be 1% better in my life, whether that's physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, or mentally. Thank you so much for your time, Ryan, and for helping Get Up Nation rise above. If people want to learn more about you, where can they do that? Uh, on Instagram, they can follow me at The Explosive Coach. Uh, they can also follow some workouts and really cool videos of just other individuals doing amazing explosive feats uh, at The X Squad on Instagram. Um, on Twitter, you can find me at Explosive Coach. And then, of course, thexwad.com, or for inquiries about speaking engagements, ryanmoody.org. Get Up Nation, thank you for joining me and Ryan Moody in Episode 5. It has been an honor to hear how Ryan transitioned his broken body during a dark night of the soul, using his mind to rise above. Check out his videos online. They are unreal. Keep going, Get Up Nation. It ain't over yet.